Hey, man, can you hear me? I got you now. Oh, man, we got action. Let me say hello to everybody. Hello, this is the Real Will Radio Show. Welcome to everybody tuning in. Uh, we're super excited tonight for a couple of reasons. Above and beyond technical difficulties, God is still good. Uh, we're, we're here. Uh, tonight, we're talking about necessary gear for the new year in preparation for 2023. I don't know about you, but for, for me, 2023 has to be spectacular, outstanding, mind-blowing, and breathtaking. And, I, and to get that accomplished, I'm super excited tonight to be talking to our guest, Pastor Terry Brooks, Bayview Baptist Church. What's happening, brother? What's going on, Rich? I'm good, man. How you doing? Man, I'm glad. Man, let me let me first of all thank you, man. I know your schedule is bananas, man, for all that you do, man. But thank you so much for taking a moment, man, to talk about this subject, man, about uh necessary, I call it necessary gear for the new year. And I said, let me let me pick the brains of some brilliant people that I know uh that think well on their feet man i thought about you and i said man i gotta call you man so what they you. coming on next the brilliant no. people coming on next <laughs> you 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 the man tonight man I'm telling you. oh it's a setup rich i thought we was friends you got this <laughs> man you got this man listen let, let me start out by asking let, let me let me add a uh what they say let, let me add a little tension in the text first as it prepares as we go into preparing for the new year what do what in your opinion from where you sit and what you see as it relates to people and so many of you deal with man what what what, what is it that people are struggling so much with man in succeeding and being victorious in the new year what what what, what do you see people struggle with the most with and then we'll Themselves. go into okay okay they i think people have a problem right-sizing expectations uh social media has given us instant access to what looks like instant success okay okay yeah uh, but yeah. what we don't see is the b-roll we see the highlight reel <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> you know, the B-roll is all the stuff they cut out. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. We, we don't see the B-roll. We don't see the struggles. We don't see the strains. We don't see the failures. We see 60 seconds or less of success and think that's the whole movie. Oh, man. You, hey, Rich, you ever seen a promo for a movie and you like, oh my God, this movie is gonna be off the chain. And when you get there, that was the only good part of the movie. That, and it's like, why y'all show the good part? Because that was the only good part. That's right. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it 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 it's just a big misconception, man. Then 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 how how what's some things you think people can pay attention to, focus on? You, you get what I mean? Yeah. So here's what I say you need in the new year. Okay. Uh, number one is faith. Faith. And when I say faith, I'm not speaking, although I am speaking from the biblical definition, <laughs> the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Yes, sir. What I mean by faith is a functional faith. Functional. So a functional faith that says and believes and lives as though I know that God is ultimately in control of everything and sooner or later it's going to work out for my good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But you got, you know, <clears throat> belief equals behavior. 
and you can tell some people know it, but they don't believe it because they don't behave like they don't believe. I mean, you you literally have to live like that, Doc. You you have to live it, and sometimes it's going to make you look stupid. Yeah, like Noah. You realize how dumb Noah looked building a boat where there was no water, talking about rain when they had never seen any. Come on, you know. And faith sometimes will make you look foolish until it doesn't. You got to believe it. Yeah. So in, t- in 2023, the one thing we have to have is this unshakable resolve that whatever happens sooner or later, God is going to work this out and it's going to work out for my good. Man, man, I, I'm really, I'm really speechless, man, because I'm over here just praising God for it, man, because people really have, you really have to believe that God is going to work in, in, in your favor. Yeah, man, it was so crazy. I saw a man, I saw a story of a man who went interviewing people on uh, on uh, uh, Skid Row. Mm-hmm. He just went taking pictures and he interviewing the guys. He said, "What's this guy? He said, this guy just singing and happy." He said, "What are you, what are you, what are you singing about, man?" And he said, "He said you don't have nothing. You don't have nothing. You don't have stay. You don't have clothes. You don't have anything. What are you so happy about?" It? He said, "Man, he said hope. He said I just believe things are gonna get better." Mm. Man, and it's exactly what you said, man. You you, you just a, a, you know, a little book book I wrote called Light and Darkness, and I talked about mm-hmm. it. it. As long as you have a flicker of a flame, you can make it, man. You know, yeah. what I mean? you don't want to deal with all darkness. In the midst of all darkness, all you need a you have to have a flicker of hope, man. Exactly, a functional faith that God, man, man, that God's gonna work it out, man. That flicker of light you're talking about, man. Listen. Darkness will make you appreciate any light. <laughs> yes, sir. My Real cell dark. phone, my cell phone light is so bright in the dark. Come on, man. It wouldn't work no other time till I'm in the dark. Sometimes, but you gotta have darkness to appreciate the light. That's how it works. It, it, it's true, brother. You you you, you don't really you don't really appreciate real light until you get some real darkness, man. Man, 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 man. Yeah. Oh my God, man. I, I love that, man. I love that, man. What what else, man, might you offer? Uh <laughs> functional faith, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. And you gotta have fellowship. Okay. Which means you have to surround yourself with people who think like you. Okay. You have to surround yourself with like-minded people. You know, <clears throat> pastors get frustrated yeah, because they open their big mouths and share their big dreams with small-minded people. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's why we get frustrated. We don't get frustrated because of nothing else. We really, our frustration comes from people not seeing what we see. Yeah. Sure. You know, and so you got to have people around you. Yeah. That can pour into you. <clears throat> you got to have people around you who can see you, you know, you're off track. Mm-hmm. They know how to get to you. They help you get back on track. Mm-hmm. But they don't tell anybody where you ended up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
I, I, I love that, man. I, I, I love that. You have to have people that think that that understand, you know, the gift that you have, man, that you are a seer. Um, good God, man. Do, do you know, man? I, I don't know how this story even connects. It just it just came to my mind because it speaks of association and, and, and it speaks of association. And then it speaks of um, uh, keeping things whatever that word may be it was a, a pastor in gary a guy used to clean up his church and the guy struggled back and forth with some drugs but he let him clean up the church because his parents were so faithful to the church yeah it was a custodian and the pastor came in early in the morning and he found him in the floor he'd had he'd overdosed still had the needle in his arm and all that the pastor said i gathered all of the drugs and stuff and got rid of it all and then i called the police because mm -hmm. I didn't want him to be found like that, but confidentiality. So, right. <clears throat> he, so, so he held it in confidentiality. You know what I mean? I, I think that's so important, man. Because you you said it's important who you spend who you are around. Yeah. You got your friends need to be like a stylist. Okay. A stylist makes sure that whatever you got on, you look good in it. <laughs> you didn't preach five sermons already. <laughs> they gonna make sure it's cut right. It goes with your skin. Come on, come on. And a good stylist is going is not even gonna come in until after you know you've had hair and makeup. So makeup artists cover up blemishes, smooth out rough parts. Yeah. And and they make sure you know that imperfections are covered. And when a hairstylist comes in, they make sure everything is in place. So you gotta have them people in your life. <clears throat> you gotta have people in your life who won't let you go out to be seen unless you're your best self. A makeup artist on a movie set, that uh -huh. one time I got to sit in on that Lifetime movie, okay. every time there's a cut, hair and makeup and stylists run to the actors. Run to the touch up. Because they see something that's getting out of place and they catch it before it gets out of hand. Mm, mm, mm. And you need people in your life like that. Yeah. Wow. Now, well, how how do you find people like that, man? I don't know if you find people like that or they find you. Mm. I, I, like I, I honestly, I really have no answer, man. You you you, you know, it, it may be you. What comes to my mind is first of all, you have to be your authentic self so that yeah. you, you you attract. You attract that that you need because you're being authentic, authentically who you are. And, you know, man, it's crazy. This guy, so I don't know why I'm coming with this crazy stuff, man. This thing said, this guy said he wanted to be, uh, he wanted to be the number one uh, international bull rider. The guys that ride the bulls with the rodeo bull ride. He wanted to be number one. And the guy told me, he said, if you want to be number one, if you want to be the number one bull rider, you got to stop competing in all these small local bull riding events because all these little ones are beating you up and you ain't even gonna make it to the top one you know you you gotta you gotta you gotta spend your time with people who are of quality and about something yeah i mean, i don't want to do the talking man you tell it man you're doing a great job <laughs> you know but but that's that's <clears throat> again i think it's about being your authentic self being genuine and authentic I mean, you don't get your hair cut before you go to the barber. 
Lord have mercy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> Women don't do their makeup before they go to the makeup artist. You go as your, you give them a clean canvas or whatever it is to work with. Yes, sir. And that's it, how you got to be with friends. Mm -hmm. You got to have people like that. You got to have them. Lord have mercy. Kai, Kai Green, uh, professional bodybuilder, Kai Green, mm -hmm. he, he was talking to some younger bodybuilders and he says, how, how are you doing with your diet and discipline on, on your meal prep and all that? And the guy said, oh, I kind of forgot to make my He says, for where you are and where you're going, he says, you should have that already straight by now. He says, because on this level, you have to have so much squared away yourself. And I guess I'm speaking about this being authentic. You have to have so much in place and in, in order yourself before you even attract a nutritionist, a stylist, uh, you know, what I mean? a makeup artist. There's some things that you have to have in order and in place before those people come even deal with you. Right. That's absolutely right. There's some things you have to accept about yourself. And it's some, sometimes it's some harsh realities. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's some truth you don't want to hear, but you need to hear. Uh, but there are some things you have to accept to get help. You can't go to the emergency room and hide the fact that you have pain and get healed. <laughs> you can't, man. You just can't. Not if you want some help. Good God. Man. I'm listening, man. I'm listening. Yeah, so what we have faith, we function of faith, fellowship. Then you gotta know how to have fun. Do do you it seems to me, and it just could be me. So anybody listening, this is just me, and don't run out and don't crucify me. But it's no. almost like Christians have taken the right to have fun out of life and be saved. It's almost but, like you have to be miserable to love the Lord. You can't laugh and love the Lord. Come on, man. You can't go swimming. If you go swimming, you got to have on a choir robe. A three-piece <laughs> suit. Yeah. You, you can't. You, if, you, if, it, if it ain't in the order of worship, you shouldn't be doing it. Oh, man. And you got to, listen, they gotta, you got to find a way to have fun. We're made to have fun. We're made to laugh. Yes. You know, laughing increases endorphins. It, it helps your brain. It helps your heart. It helps your blood pressure. Relaxation, doing what you like to do, doing what you are driven to do. Yes. Having fun. I have fun doing everything. I laugh as much preaching as I do anything else. If I can't have fun doing it, I'm never going to do it. And that's the same with praising God. If I can't have fun... I don't feel like I got to look like I'm in pain to give God glory. Come on, man. Come on. I'm going to laugh and have fun and be me because this, you know, I can't spend time trying to be somebody else because God called me and he, he's going to bless me. Yes, he's going to me. If I'm spending time trying to be somebody else, I'm going to miss my opportunity to be used. I'm going to miss my opportunity to be blessed. And somebody could ultimately miss their opportunity to meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a real that's a real word to somebody, man. I'm I'm glad before before I got saved, um, before I before I got saved, I know what I knew what good music was. Mm -hmm. Before I got saved, I knew what good people were. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. I knew who God was before I got saved. I I just met Him in places like out in nature and all of these other things. So when I got when I got saved, I didn't I was raised in church. I, when I got to church. 
I was in the military. I was 18, 19 years old when I met the Lord, but I had already experienced life, good music. So when I got saved, you couldn't know, you couldn't tell me. And that was the presentation. All that stuff is bad, uh, satanic, and you going to hell. It's like, oh yeah, maybe that's why I just been cut a little different, even inside, because I wasn't raised in all of that, all of those things that I didn't have such a, such a difficult time with them anyway. You know what I mean? I was, was able to be free, man. And uh, how how are you able to be so free in in who you are? You, you know what I mean. You, you, well, you, I bucked the system. You know where we come from. I was yeah. always counterculture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I fit the mold. Uh, right, me either. Never. Uh, I, I, I and I always felt as an. I don't even feel comfortable when I go back. I never felt comfortable. Yeah. Because I didn't. And I was cool with that. I was cool with being different. Uh, I was comfortable in me. I realized, man, I really like me. And God loves me. And if somebody don't, that's their problem. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite lines with people is, I used to didn't know you and I was fine. <laughs> so, if you accept me as I am, then it's just not meant for me to be accepted by you. But I'm not going to stop being me, man. I just... I can't do it. I love it, man. I I, uh, I I said I recognize that me being me is going to. I'm going to be uninvited to some places. I won't be accepted to some places. I won't be allowed in some circles. And I said I'm absolutely fine with that because the flip side of that is because I am me is going to get me in some places and in some connections and in exactly where God wants me to be. And right. I'm absolutely fine. I mean, I'm just like you. I did not fit the mold. I never forget a pastor. One of our seasoned pastors said to me, he said, you a preacher? I said, yeah. And I've been preaching some years, man. And he said, you're preaching? Yeah. He said, you don't even look like a preacher. And I'm saying to myself, what does that mean, man? You know, and it was tough because it came from a senior pastor. But I've all, even my pastor, late Raymond McDonald. In, in in mentoring, he did it his way in the way he was raised. But I, I would always be, I tell my daddy, because my, my daddy, I tell my daddy, I blame it all on you, man. If there was a line to be in, a single fight. Now, I know discipline, just like you. We know mm -hmm. discipline. We we know we know esprit de corps. We know teamwork. We know team being on the same team. We know unity. We know uniformity. We know all of these things. But in spite of all of those things, if that was a single fine line, I always had one leg out. And right. it, was, it wasn't it wasn't out of rebellion. You, you get what I'm saying? It was not, it wasn't yeah. out of rebellion. It was just, you know, if everybody showed up with black suits on, I, I forgot I had a red jacket on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it wasn't out of rebellion. And some people who don't understand you assume that you being different is is rebellion disrespect you being a rebel you just don't want to fall in line and it's none of those i did 10 years in military i know all of that but it was just it was important for me to be me man and i, I celebrate you tonight i'll let to say celebrate you tonight because you've always been you and and being you got you to where you are even now and what god's gonna take you yeah mine was just i didn't see why it was necessary Okay. And yeah. if you can't tell me why this is necessary, then I'm not going to waste my time. You know, yeah. I'm not going to do it just because that's what you've always done. Yeah. 
you've always done this and always come up short. So yeah. You're telling me you've always done this and you come up short. So in my mind, I'm going to do something different. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. I have to. Because I, I can't just stick with that. It's like, so here's why I, 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 I liken that too. David and Goliath. Uh-huh. You know, uh, he goes out there. He sees Saul and them, you know, hiding like cowards <clears throat> because of this big giant. He says, I'll go fight him. Saul says, okay, you know, after he didn't told him you can't do it and all that. So if you go do it, here, take my mm -hmm. equipment. Yeah. Because if you win, I want it to look like we won, not you won. Mm, mm. He said, hey, dude, this stuff ain't helping you. Right. So I'm not going to let it hurt me. <laughs> you keep your armor. I'm going to use what God gave me. That's right. I did, bro. I just used what God gave me. Man, that's a word. That's a word to somebody. It's an encouragement to somebody in the midst of trying, spending all your days, energy, efforts, and money trying to. Uh, be like others when you could just simply be who you are, man, and trust that. You know, I'm at peace. I told somebody that I said, man, I'd rather be an, an original me and be okay with whatever that nets me than to right. be a Millie Vanilli inside of a, a of a mansion. And once I close the door, I got to figure out how I how can I pay the bills here because I'm not being me, and I have to continue to copy what others have done, man. I'm just happy being me. Right. <clears throat> Man, that's absolutely amazing, man. Functional faith, you said, man. You said fellowship. You said fun, man. You have to enjoy. Oh, man, you have to enjoy life, man. Man, I, thank you, man. Anything else you want to share? Somebody tunes in, tuning in. Somebody picks this up, man. Anything else you want to say to that person, man? Some message you have for them? Just live life. That's what God gave it to us for. <laughs> he gave it to He gave us life to live it. If he didn't want you to live your life, he'd have gave you death. <laughs> what a word. I can put it, man. If, if he didn't want you to live it, he'd have let you die last night. You'd have woke up dead, as they say. <laughs> You'd woke up dead. Good God Almighty. Man, again, I want to thank you so much. Would you do me a favor, man? Somebody's going to push the button. Would you just uh, pray for that person? Uh this podcast, selfishly, this pod, there's just a success of that it would reach who it's supposed to reach. That person who tunes in tonight, man, and success for the new year, if you would do that. <clears throat> Let's do it, man. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. For technology. Yes. Uh, we've already had technology because you connected us to one family by one man's death over 2,000 years ago, and it still covers us today. Still. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this technology that allows us to speak to those who are in different states, cities, yeah. uh, even countries. <clears throat> They're all in different spaces and places, but we can gather together under one bloodstained banner. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Pastor Rich right now. And Thank you. Done with him. Thank you for the man he is, the father he is, the preacher he is, the entrepreneur he is, the personality he is, the voice he is, the spirit he is, the heart he is. Thank you. And I pray that you continue to shower blessings on him that blow his mind. Yes, Lord. And for that person right now who's in this space, for that person right now who's struggling, for that person right now who's afraid of a new year, for that person right now who's dreading the turning of a calendar, for that person right now who can't find direction, for that person right now 
who can't find the motivation for that person right now who's waiting for instructions, God, speak directly to them. Please, Lord. You know where they are. You know where he or she is. You know what they were going to pray before they prayed it. As a matter of fact, God, let me ask you to do something out of the ordinary. Answer a prayer that hadn't even been prayed. Yes, Lord. Make ways that hadn't even been realized they mm. were needed. Uh, do it right now. And when you do it, make sure that they can say it was nobody but the Lord who did it. Yes, Lord. God, strengthen our faith right now. Guide and construct our fellowships. You build the bridges. And then, God, we ask you to allow us to enjoy life. Life yeah. is to be enjoyed. You've given us all things to enjoy. Yeah. And we can enjoy them for your glory. You delight in watching us love life. You delight in watching us have fun. You delight it. You actually like us, God. And we thank you for it. I pray right now that those who are listening and those uh, who needed this word, who needed these reminders, who needed these principles, God, I pray right now that they would hide them, tuck them away in their hearts. And when life gets tough and when the seas get rough, they would reflect on them and revert to them, God, that they yeah. may brought out of the darkness into the marvelous light. We thank you, God, and we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Man, thank you again, man, for just taking the moment, man, to share with us, man. I really appreciate you, man. Now, uh, thank you, man. Have a great new year, man. And, yes, sir. And, you too, bro. And a strong finish on this one, man. Thank you again, yes, brother. All right, brother. Have a good one, man. Okay, man. Thank you. Peace.